Adventure Seekers, welcome. Jedi, Ninja, and Wizards Tolerated. My email is rand at rand-lawrence and my webpage www.rand-lawrence.com. Hello, I'm your host, Rand Law, and here's today's quote. If you are irritated by every rub, how will your mirror be polished? Rumi. Coming up next, AJNW News. Today's top story, identifying PTSD. I'm not a doctor, and I don't play one on my podcast. However, I can give you some quick tips and insights, clues, if you will, on how to identify or at least recognize the possibility of having PTSD. PTSD, or post-traumatic stress disorder, is quite common for people who have been exposed to violence, physical and mental abuse, and traumatic injury. If you're awakened in the middle of the night by your spouse yelling, stop, everything's okay, and you find that you are only punching and kicking your dreams, you may have PTSD. If you have ever been captured and tortured, you may have PTSD. If you've ever been thrown from moving vehicles and left to the side of the road to fend for yourself but were unable to do anything, you may have PTSD. If you had a job in which you were afraid for your life and were promised the world but in return received nothing and later had your very existence denied, you may have PTSD. Likewise, children who have witnessed or experienced physical abuse may also fit into this category. Coming up next, AJNW weather. The weather forecast shows that the air will be crisp and cooler with the possibilities of rain showers just in time for camp. And now it's time for AJNW traffic. The sky is clear, the stars and planets are brightly visible, and the road is clear, at least when your headlights are on. Today on AJNW Sports, the Cardinals were looking to get some payback for last year's 27-point deficit against Florida, and they achieved it by by keeping the score to only a 20-point deficit. Meanwhile, the Cowboys beat the Falcons by a single kick. For all the martial artists out there listening, it wasn't a sidekick. Coming up next is the AJNW Human Interest Story. At a certain age, there is a natural tendency to look back on life and reflect. This is because more of your life is in your past than what is in your future. While it's true we could all die any day, there is a distinct possibility of loss of expectation at a certain age. So in an effort to keep from reliving boring stories of your glory days, it is important to keep on learning something as if you have all the time in the world. And who knows, you may surprise yourself and live longer than you thought possible. And at least you will have new stories to reflect back on when you finally find that you are too old to do anything else. So find something that's interesting to you and try it, even if you have to do it at a snail's pace. Coming up next, a haiku by Sensei entitled, Green Tea, Hot, Cold, Warm, Bitter. Appreciate tea like life, oddly comforting. I see it's time for Q&A with Sensei. Upon noticing Sensei's worn 
black belt. A student asked him, how long did it take to achieve such a belt? Sensei's reply had been, not very long. If you've worked hard and your sensei wills his worn-out belt to you. On the other hand, if you're breaking in a new black belt and wear it every day, thoroughly soaking it in sweat for two to four hours daily while working on your techniques, it should only take about 20 years. If you take a razor blade and bleach, that could be upwards of 20 minutes. But to really make it look authentic, make sure you have the 20 years of sweat equity behind it as well. Messages coming up next. Fall has finally arrived and it is time for the Tokushi Kempo Fall Gathering. This will be a time of reflection and polishing and refining our skills. I'm looking forward to seeing all of you. Coming up next, a continuation from where we left off last time in the Mystic Dreamwalker series, Book 2, The Assassin's Gift by Rand Law. We left off with Xander and Tim Collins walking out into the parking lot and finding a brown belt locked in the car, which indicated to Xander that his young bride had just achieved her brown belt. Xander unlocked the car, retrieved the belt, and continued walking with his friend, who had not spoken since they had left the restaurant, to the bridge. Once they had made their way to the center of the span, they stopped to talk. Collins casually leaned his back to the streamside railing, leaving him to face the highway. Xander took the mirror image position facing his friend, and they began a quick, pointed discussion. I didn't want to say anything until I was sure, said Tim Collins, but I've noticed that I have been followed almost every time I have left the farm. Thing is, I've been getting this feeling that someone was looking over my shoulder while I was there, too. Is this in reference to the vehicle that is parked about a hundred yards beyond the beginning of the lane, with no one generally in it during the day? If so, I've noticed it too. Yes, and whenever you come to town, they tend to follow you around, replied Tim Collins. I've noticed them about a month ago, and I've found several listening devices in the new workshop where I plan to manufacture my solar driveway package. I don't know who they belong to, but I have been apprehensive about mentioning it to Jane due to the difficulties I've had in the past. Everything seems to have gotten back to normal, and I don't want to upset her, said Xander. Morrison and I both felt that we were being watched before we noticed the vehicle. I know this is stupid for me to ask, but do you have a plan? He asked. Don't worry. I have something in mind for you and Morris. Can help out if you like. I'll tell you about it later, after I've confirmed the details, said Xander. Xander recalled how different things had become in his life. At one time, he had dreams and regularly saw misty forms and figures that guided him. But now, he was learning to follow his instincts and intuition. He still felt a spiritual connection, but now it was different. Before, he felt he had no control over his dreams and visions. Now, there is a type of control to the connection with his awareness that made it more personal. The two returned to the restaurant after their brief absence. Very few people present had even noticed their departure or return. As Xander sat beside his wife, he casually slid the folded belt over onto her lap. 
As she looked down at the folded bundle, she instantly grasped the implications of the gift. She had passed her brown belt examination, and Smith Sensei had confirmed it, or else would not have presented this to her. She squeezed his hand and kissed him on the cheek as she discreetly tucked the belt into her purse. Not having to wait to hear the results, she realized this was just one of the benefits of having a husband who had such close personal ties with their sensei. Of course, Xander had already told her that she would have to wait it out once she took her black belt exam, as that was part of the process. Later that afternoon, as Xander and Jane drove down the lane to the bridge, they could already spot the golden-haired Akita Musashi awaiting their return. They had spotted him rolling in the grass on the side of the bridge as they rounded the last curve on the dusty farm lane. From the bridge to the house, they had already set up the wooden forms and were anxiously awaiting the arrival of the concrete trucks to pour the cement that would serve as the foundation to Xander's solar driveway system. The llamas were in the larger pasture field, and they all stopped to watch the return of the vehicle that carried the people that brought their pellet treats to the barn every evening. The farm had changed a lot in the last year, with the addition of the new post-metal workshop built on a concrete slab near the house, but still adjacent to the barn. An aquaponics greenhouse attached to the spring house and the white fence posts that lined the driveway from the bridge to the house. Xander had converted the old chicken coop into a tool shed, and he had converted the barn into a fully functioning llama dwelling and shearing station. The small forge was now in the workshop, and the old stone shelter served as a shelter from the sun for the llama pack. Even though they had converted the old chicken coop into a tool shed, they hadn't given up the fresh farm eggs. Jane and Xander both preferred happy, free-range chickens that produced their eggs and used a special portable coop for them. They found they only needed to keep a half dozen to guarantee an adequate supply of eggs for them. Still, they had that big pond full of fish, too, and they rarely ate red meat anymore. After Xander had shown Jane a photo of the type of llama she was planning on, using to protect the sheep, she fell in love with the noble expression on its face. She decided to investigate the animals further. Once she had determined that the llama was one of the easiest species to keep and that they could defend themselves, she was already half sold on the idea of raising them. Since they already had a five-foot fence going around their 15 acres to the left of the spring house and the old three-strand barbed wire fence lined and circled the pond and the remaining 25 acres to the right of the barn and chicken coop, she felt they were ready for them. The llamas would be able to wander in and out from the barn to the pasture as they desired. During the summer, they would most likely prefer the 15-acre pasture due to the amount of shade trees available on that side of the farm. When the weather got hot and muggy, the llamas would be able to enjoy the cool spring water stream on the left side of the property or the spring-fed stream that filled the pond on the right side of the property. 
They would only need to be sheared once a year, and Jane was looking forward to running a llama wool online business. She had graduated high school in the last year, thanks in part to her study partner for keeping her on pace, after which she had begun online college courses as she was able to control her schedule. This project would give her some activity to keep her productive and physically busy with something that captured her interest. She hadn't decided what she wanted to do with her life, but she believed that pursuing a business degree would allow her to pursue whatever interests she might find along the way. As a quick reminder, I would like to ask all of you that are interested in martial art adventure stories to check out the Mystic Dreamwalker series. And please leave a review on my Amazon Kindle page. There are already over a dozen books in the Mystic Dreamwalker series, and reviews are the lifeblood of authors. If I get enough positive reviews, I won't pull all of my hair out, and possibly someone may take it upon themselves to turn this series into television series or even a movie, so that all your friends that don't read can enjoy the story too. And if not, I will give you something to talk about now that The Lord of the Rings has been screwed up. If you would like to support this podcast, you can sell your blood. Or failing that, you can pledge a gift on anchor.fn ran-law. Another way you can support, if you have some loose change, is you can go to my Patreon page. I highly recommend martial art instruction. Everything I do has been influenced by the martial arts. I have no weapons, but a weapon can be made. Knowledge over power. Tokushi Kenpo. Keep following your dreams.